This is a change in progress with me, Caleb Hudson, and my longtime friend, Chris Simpson. On this show, we take time to talk about the world of meditation, mindfulness, and everything that makes us curious in, in this space of evolving and growing to know ourselves a little bit better. When you get into this world um, and you start to un, you know, read books and learn more about this space, a word you hear all the time is synchronicity. And you know, there's a variety of different takes on what synchronicity is, what it means, and I've heard it used in all kinds of different contexts. Chris, what is synchronicity to you? It's a song by the police. <laughs> Am I right? You might be. Remember, there's a whole part of my pop culture brain that's not there. The bunker years. The bunker. <laughs> I was in the bunker. I don't know. Oh. I just know that Sting is the lead singer of the police. Am I right? You are. Yeah, as far as I know, that's a true statement. So, um, <laughs> synchronicities. <laughs> so, before my kind of like whatever this is, it's a journey of some kind, but bef before in the early stages of me trying to figure out how the universe might work and how my brain works and all that stuff. I used to hear about people talking about coincidences or giving coincidences so much um, credit. And I'd kind of roll my eyes and think like, I don't know, that's kind of a stretch. Like, really, you think that? Like, I don't know. Do you, can you relate to that? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I thought, I'd always thought that it was a little bit reaching at straws too. Yeah. Or um, in my old world, you know, like I grew up a, very much immersed in the church and it was always assigned to a higher power. So it wasn't ever left to fate. It was always, yes, those things are very real, but they're not like fate or chance. They're being done by a higher power. Which is, uh, I think, yeah, that's cool. I mean, um that probably that works, right? So, so synchronicities are probably coincidences and stuff that you could believe are helped along by a higher power, whatever that might be for you. So that could be God. Um, it could be your own spirituality. It could be the quantum field, the universe, all this stuff. And the older I get and the more I'm kind of waking up to how this stuff might work, the more I'm noticing synchronicities and honoring them. And so, like, honoring them to me would be... I used to ignore what now I take as opportunities to listen to something, whether that's intuition built into your own um, brain, mind, experience, body, soul, whatever you want to call it, or if it's something bigger that's kind of nudging you along and trying to help out. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to pay attention to that 
a lot more. And I feel like, Caleb, you've done such a good job over the time of our friendship. I have noticed that you are really attuned to synchronicities. And it's so fun when we get on a call and you tell me a story, you know, like um, you're getting, you're getting, you're building your interest in um, overlanding and all of a sudden you realize a coincidence or a connection you've got with a expert in it. And just, you, you just honor things that, feel like they get put in your lap. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if, have you always been like that or is that something that's relatively new for you? Yeah. I started about two years ago, maybe three. And as I started to shift this mentality that the entire universe conspires in our favor, not in our opposition, but that ultimately the universe is conspiring on your behalf. And if that's the case, the clues you need are there, the people you need, the resources you need, the places that you need to get to, all for your benefit, all for your your evolution, all for your growth. It is all constantly happening, but you need to look for it. You need to be involved in it. You need to have your radar up for it. And it's one of those things that I don't know if it happens because I so, you know, I look for it uh, or if it was always happening all along and I was just not paying any attention and not engaging with it. But the more that I dialed into it, I expected it to be there and then I'd look for it. It would always be there. And uh, so that's how I kind of got into, you know, identifying it more, depending on it getting thrilled when I would see it and yet again it would happen and it's amazing because I've got stories upon stories upon stories of how this has happened for me but um, even now when it doesn't happen for a month or two or maybe three I get really discouraged and it's like it never happens you know so it's like where are they come on yes yes I need something here and yes exactly and it can just be like four weeks when you, I haven't had like, you know, something super crazy, something, a synchronicity like that happen. And you did a great job describing synchronicities. I don't know that I could, even though I talk about it often and I'm always excited when they happen. If someone who did no context for the word tried to ask me for a definition of what I meant by a synchronicity, I don't know that I could even explain it because I don't even know what I'm you know, giving it credit to. I'm not, I don't even know how I'd articulate it in any sort of rational sense. So I think you did a really good job talking about it. Thank you. Uh, By the way, I just want to give you that credit. Thank you. I appreciate that. You, what you just said to me is a question I was going to ask you. Do you, you know, and you answered it, but maybe it would um, be fun to kind of talk a little bit more about, but this idea of do you think those synchronicities were always being presented to you and you just finally started noticing or do they present themselves once you're open to them and welcome them into you, your, you know, um, life experience? Mm. What do you think? I think they were always happening. Yeah. There's a, a famous book called The Alchemist. And in the book, there's the idea that luck 
is the universal language of the world. Mm. And the way we take something like luck and dismiss it and dis diminish it to be nothing more than random happenstance is a disservice. My fundamental change in the way that I viewed what I used to call just luck is now something that I see conspiring all around us that, that is all interconnected and that it's all woven together. And so I think what I'm really doing here is reshaping my relationship and my view of what I used to call or used to think of as luck. I used to tell people I don't believe in luck and that's no longer true. Are luck and synchronicities the same thing to you? Are luck and synchronicities the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, synchronicities, another way to put it, are not, not just coincidences, but if you believe in this kind of stuff, it's the universe conspiring in your favor mm -hmm. and assembling things for your benefit. And you just have to op be open to that concept and they happen kind of thing. Like, so a quick example I was just thinking of, if I may. Yes. So I'm working on this kind of little engineering project at home and I had to go to your favorite place, Home Depot. <laughs> When's the last time you went to a Home Depot? 1999. Yeah. I was there two days ago. And probably the day before that. And sometimes three times a day. But anyway, <laughs> so I was there on my own, not with uh, the boys. Usually they're there helping me with these projects or picking things out or whatever. And so I was on my own and I had gone to some aisle and I had my shopping cart and I had to pick up a pulley thing. And it was the last one and it was the only thing that... I could come up with that would work for this project was this one um, piece to a sliding screen door that I could buy and I could make it work. So then I go over to the paint department and I leave my cart like I always do, like in a place that's not going to bother someone, I, you know, just to be as polite as I can. And I check on something, I come back, the cart's gone. And I've never had my cart taken before in a store. And I don't know if it's that someone needed it or if an employee was just straightening up and they didn't see this little thing that was in my cart. But regardless, it was gone. And so was that thing that I needed that I wasn't going to be able to find in the store again. It's either been put on a shelf somewhere by someone or it's just not likely. I certainly didn't see it where it was before, but what I usually do would voice some swear words in my head, think bad thoughts <laughs> about things, people, whatever, or be self-loathing. Like why does this happen to me or whatever? But instead this time I thought, 
I wonder if someone's trying to tell me something. Like, why would that happen? And I didn't feel that comfortable about that pulley working out anyway. And I just stopped, which would have, by the way, probably looked pretty funny in the store. And I'm doing it right now where I put both my hands on my forehead, rub a little bit, because it's like there's a thought hatching. And if you Mm -hmm. picture a thought hatching for Chris Simpson in the aisles of Home Depot, it's probably awkward at best. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so, so... I did decide, yeah, this is something happening. This is, there's a reason why that got taken. And so I rubbed my forehead. I got a thought going. I re-engineered the problem and went, I am so glad I didn't buy that pulley. That would have been the wrong way to build this. And I built it the way that I came up with on that aisle in Home Depot because it was a way better, cleaner, easier solution. Mm-hmm. And... Years and years ago, I would have just dismissed that of if someone told me that story, I'd be like, yeah, you're reaching a bit on this one, Simpson. But it doesn't matter because I believe that that was something forcing me to reconsider the problem, re-engineer it and come up with a better way. And I'm just extremely grateful to be tuned into that and that however that came to me, um, was willing to and and just really thankful that that got shoved my way. Hmm. That I think is a synchronicity. I agree. I think that's really cool. I love synchronicity stories, and uh, I was th- I can think of so many on big scale, but sometimes I like the small scale. The little ones are good. Tell me. They mean, they mean so much to me. And it's something that I feel like the universe is sort of speaking a language right to me that under that is like for me and to encourage me. And someone else could see the exact same scene play out or same thing in the world and they wouldn't at all get it. But for me, it's so powerful. And I was in a space a few months ago where I'd gone through a transition in a career and actually was discouraged a little bit. And uh, I was on a call with a friend having a a conversation and I just felt like um, I'd sort of lost the vision of, of purpose and a symbol of my vision is metallic gold shoes and a woman walked by me as I looked up outside and it was on a beach no less and she walked by in metallic gold high Mm -hmm. heels or the high tops and they were like the the sun was reflecting off them with every step it was so bright and I can't think of the last time I saw someone just around walking around in in (laughs) bright metallic gold high high tops (laughs) And certainly not in generally what you see walking through sand. And so for me to like, you know, my eyes were closed and then I opened them, my eyes and I looked up and there's this metallic gold shoes in front of me. And it just felt like an amazing sign that, you know, like things are going to work out to hold true to my vision, to be me and to not lose sight of it. Uh, and so like those little, those little synchronicities are just such good, big, big gifts. I wonder if whatever was supplying you with synchronicities before that 
was getting a little bit frustrated. Like I, I like to think of this mm-hmm. phrase, you wouldn't know a good synchronicity if it was beat on your head. <laughs> like, like I could just, I think if that happened to me, I'd be like, okay, seriously. Yeah, I do get that one. Like, okay, I get it. You are trying really hard. I appreciate it. I got this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I just looked, was like happily, like just floating along, probably like, oh, well, that's wild. How did that happen? Or I just had this person who I knew that person just happened to be there and ran into me at the grocery store at the exact time and then offered me this. And then I just went with it. And then that became that, you know, like, and I would just be like, huh. Funny enough, I just would sort of be the blissful, ignorant person that the whoever, like whoever's yeah. responsible for synchronicities was like, oh my gosh. We got to step it up a notch. Into, yeah, think of all the work that went into that. And this person is just like, oh yeah, nothing happened. Yeah, you know, well, I that's know. weird. Gold like, shoes, huh? Look at that. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Sort of the, the imagination in my brain, it takes it to a Pixar place and imagines <laughs> this figurative or cartoon character who is responsible for synchronicities and worked overtime to coordinate one that happened. And I was just blissfully unaware and yeah. like giving them no credit at all. But now I, I definitely you know, take it to mean something deep and meaningful when it happens. Do you think that there's like a slippery slope you could go down or something where you're in paralysis because all you're doing is waiting for synchronicities to happen to you or you're so free floating because you're following all these things that happen that you think are synchronicities, like a leaf blows by and you start following it because you just assume that's a synchronicity from the universe. Yeah. Then the answer is like, what's the harm? You know, if you're following through chasing leaves and enjoying the process, then wherever the leaf led you is a beautiful place to be. Unless you have a day job. You can't get it wrong. You know, like, in which case, even if you don't have a day, if your day job leaves because you're following leaves around, <laughs> you'll still be taken care of. If you can't, there's like, if you really believe that the universe is out you know, conspiring for your favor, it, it is to say that you can't mess it up. Mm. And it is to say that like what's resonating with you and what speaks to you is what's right. And so if that's always happening to you and if you're following that, then that is the way to follow. Like there's no, you don't have to like, it's not something we always want to manage everything and we want to like figure out the parameters and this isn't to be managed because it isn't, it lives in the abstract, you know, and it's, you are kind of co-creating it uh, when you are engaging with it. It is your response to it that gives it meaning less than it just has meaning on its own. And so um, it is in relationship with your intuition and it guides you in that way. That's fantastic. It almost makes me think too, you kind of have to either be all in or all out on it. Uh, There's a place for a skeptic. (laughs) There's a place for a person that's on the fence. I get it. Uh, I I really, yeah, I really do get it. But I think it can be a, you know, a beautiful place of the world. And like, if, if you ever get to a place where you feel like you're just so lucky that something has happened and something has like fallen into place and the odds of that happening are so, so small and so, so um, rare or impossible but they'd happened anyway, 
uh, is to lean into that space and to get excited about that space that's created for you. And that's um, something that can carry you a long way. If you look for those, if you lean into them, and, if, and especially when you value them and treasure them and just take them as an encouragement. Yeah. That r- reminds me, something I tried to teach my boys really, really early on was the concept of gratitude as like when you're a little kid, you know, and kind of, well, why, what, what do I get out of it? What's in it for me? And I explained to them that when you express gratitude, just to your parents, you're more likely to keep getting that thing you expressed gratitude for. And -hmm. I think that that happens with synchronicities too. To further what you're saying, when you notice them, when you honor them, and when you're grateful for them, they just keep Mm -hmm. happening. I, I really do think that is true. And if, if you haven't already, you must, you absolutely must read The Alchemist. Have you read it? I did, but I didn't follow your recommendation. And I have been keeping it a secret to, from you till now. You said be sure to listen to it in the author's voice. And I did not. I found a recording that was not in their voice and... Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I think I could have. And I actually think I should read it instead of listening to it. This is the parable book, right? Yes. The one with the, like, the character and the kid and yeah. 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 So I failed you so, on that one. I'm sorry. You didn't at all. I, there's, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we weren't talking about the poetry book, which was, something I've recommended to everyone and have since given up because no one loved it. And everyone, I made everyone listen to it on the audiobook. And no one liked it. And they don't return your calls anymore, which is kind of weird. I know. I, <laughs> I literally strong-armed all of my best friends into listening to this thing and not at zero for four, all like we're not into it. So I just wanted to make sure we weren't confusing this audiobook with that audiobook. I um, I do think that the, the point about these um, omens and that the omens show up in our lives when we're looking for them and then like when we're following the flow of the universe and we're on our, on our quest to our greatest adventure. And of course, I'm quoting a... Uh, a fiction book here like it's the Bible, but I did, um, I loved this notion and I think uh, it's so true that it holds up that we were on the quest for our own personal legend and these omens show up in, in a guiding way and they are you know, signs and symbols for us pointing us along the path. And as we start to ignore them and we start to like, you know, refuse to go on the path and we create resistance and blocks in our life and we just sort of like barricade ourselves that they show up less and less, you know, that they, that they, it's not like they, they don't, um, beat down our door. And if we don't want to go on that path and, you know, we don't want to pursue that journey, if we want to say no to it, that's certainly our prerogative. So that's what I think about the signs and the omens. (laughs) I think that's fantastic. That's such a good way to to put it. Synchronicities for me mean that you're in relationship with the universe around you with the you know this thought I uh, this isn't my thought I've, I've I've read this in a book but that the took 13 billion years for the path of evolution to get to creating you. 
and all of the like chance and luck meetings and things that had to happen so that the people in your exact family tree would come together in a way that they would then create you even just that your your grandfather would show up again to court your grandmother and you know all the ways that that could go sideways but it didn't and it created you and somehow you got to like your parents and some so it's just a it's the whole thing one little change one sort of sliding door change in the entire narrative of the 13 billion years that led up to your existence could have changed and you wouldn't be here you are a product of a string of like synchronicities of chance elements of all these things in collision that had to work together to get to you and they didn't stop when you were created and that force that like carried through the existence of time so that you would be here and that you would be present is alive and active in your very life and that as you engage with it as you start to look for it as you start to realize that it's around you and that it's you know flowing in and through you that uh you'll see it more and more and you know, the more and more you see it, the more and more it shows up. And the more and more you see it, the more and more it shows up. And so it just continues to work like that. That's such a good summary for it. That's synchronicities. Yeah, I guess you're right. This kind of gets, when we're having this conversation, it's fun to remind them because there was a time in my life where I felt like they were coming all the time and every week, every day, it was nonstop, it was a flurry. It was like, it just felt so alive. And lately, as of right now, you know, it doesn't feel that way for me in my life. You know, it feels quiet and I feel like I struggle to find them. And sometimes I will feel like I get a little sign or I get a little symbol or something will show up or like I'll move a little further to it. Um, and so sometimes I do think that there are ebbs and flows with this and that this conversation, I didn't know that's what we're going to talk about today, by the way. And this conversation comes at a perfect time where it's fun to remember all of them and kind of have that carry me through. That's a good way to walk today. I was disappointed to hear that you felt that you hadn't experienced one in weeks or a month or something just because it's you and you've been gifted <laughs> with them so often. So I'm kind of surprised by that. And yeah, maybe this conversation will um, like reignite your um, sensitivity to when they're happening and you might realize they have been happening in the last month and you just forgot to notice them. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, you're I right. I think for from a, redialing it in. Pardon? Redialing it in. This um, is an analogy that I want to use that it came to me just on this phone call or this podcast is like it, it feels a little bit like There's an AM radio station broadcasting to us. <laughs> Sometimes it can feel like this. And uh, we just have to tune into it. You know, we have to get aligned to it. We have to listen to it and so we can hear the broadcast. Uh, but that, you know, that broadcast is ongoing, whether or not we're listening. I think you just... I mean, you kind of brought up 
a huge thing, right? Like what you just said is probably one of the um, biggest fundamental benefits of meditation, which is that if you can train yourself to change your frequency, there's another frequency out there that when they're aligned, big things happen. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the point of this podcast is to um, talk about that a bit more and Ultimately, my hope for it would be to help people um, tune into that. That's really well said, Chris. That's really well said. That's probably the best we've done it describing what this is about. <laughs> we have to keep that. Well, you that should be in our intros. <laughs> sounds good as EVP of intros I'm going to work that in my new promotion today as a as AVP or AEVP it's a that's probably not a thing (laughs) Uh, I approve of that just as long as there's a VP in it as long as there's like a VP somewhere you're golden yeah yeah that feels good Well, there it is. There's another episode and more to come. Thank you, sir.